Hello, my Worth It listeners. Welcome back to Worth 365 Podcast, where I am the host, Sheila Rhodes. Today, our topic is become more assertive and learn to say no. Today, we have a special guest. But before I introduce our special guest, let me share our positive affirmation for today. Our affirmation is, I am cool, calm, and and confident at all times. I am infinitely assertive. Others are starting to notice my assertiveness. Developing assertiveness will improve my life. That's our affirmation for today. Also, our our empowering nugget. So our empowering nuggets for today, I'm gonna talk about traits of assertive communication and assertive communication. So assertiveness tips would be respect yourself, your needs, wants, and rights are as important as anyone else's. It's fine to express what you want, so as long as you are respectful toward the rights of others. Express your thoughts and feelings calmly. Giving the silence treatment, yelling, threatening, and shaming are all great examples of what not to do. Take responsibility for your emotions and express them in a calm and factual manner. Try starting sentences with, I feel. Plan what you're going to say. Know your wants and needs and how you can express them. Before entering a conversation, come up with specific sentences and words you can use. Also, say no when you need to. You can't make everyone happy at all times. However, when you need to say no, do so clearly without lying about the reasons and also offer to help find another solution. So that is our assertive tips. And a couple of traits of assertive communicators are clearly state needs and wants, eye contact, listen to others without interruption, appropriate speaking volume, steady tone of voice, and confident body language. Those were your traits of assertive communicators. So today, As I said, our topic is become more assertive and learn to say no. But I want to introduce to you our special guest, and her name is Denise Batten. Denise Batten is my sister. And Denise, thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. Sheila, thank you for having me. And I would like for you to share with our audience some information that you would like to share about yourself with them. Okay, I am Denise Rhodes Batten. I was born and raised in the cold city of Cleveland, Ohio, many, many years ago. And at the age of 15, we moved to Nashville. Um, I am happily married to Fred Batten Jr., who is a pastor. He is a published author. He has his PhD. And I am a proud wife. All right. We also have two beautiful daughters, Amber Nicole Batten and Brandy Jamil Batten, who also are college graduates who are doing wonderful things in life. And we are very proud of them 
We have been married about almost 36 years next month. We will um, celebrate our 36th wedding anniversary. I am an HR professional. I have been in the HR field for the past 18 years. I have enjoyed it immensely. I have done a broad spectrum of things in the HR area, such as onboarding, employee relations. I have done recruiting. I have done benefits and payroll. And to say the least, I really enjoy what I do as an HR professional. Thank you for sharing that information with us. HR professionals. So that means you've hired people. Yes. Okay, before I start asking you questions, I want the um, our audience to be clear on what assertive communication is. And so I'm going to read a definition. Assertiveness is a communication style in which a person stands up for their own needs and beliefs while also respecting the needs of others. Assertive communication is defined by mutual respect, diplomacy, and directness. So with all those little mutual respect, diplomacy, and directness, um, let me ask you, as an HR person, are, can, you, can you, are you able to do all of those with assertive communication? Because I know some people get directive, the means like, I'm going to tell you and I'm going to be straight with it. I mean, do I have to have some sort of... Um, Tactfulness? Yes, thank you. Yes. <laughs> You definitely do. It's There's no problem with being assertive. There's a time and a place for anything, as the Bible tells us in Ecclesiastes chapter 3. And just a great reminder that even in your assertiveness, you need to be respectful. Right. So, and I know with HR, this means you've probably come in contact with all types of people, personalities, and um, cultures, and what does that assertiveness look like with you culture-wise? Do you find in different cultures that pe- the assertiveness is different when it comes to how people respond in the workplace? Sometimes there is a difference. Other times there is not, depending on your culture or your background. Some people, no matter what their culture is, they're just their um, temperament is to be so I would not say that I see one over the other honestly it just depends on the circumstance and how passionate the person is I'm going to give you an example of assertiveness if, if that's okay oh that's fine so my daughter and I uh, several years ago I'd say about five years ago were Christmas shopping and it was the end of the day and the lines were long and when we got to the counter my daughter complimented um, the lady who was checking us out and she said you have been so patient and you've been so kind she said you are doing a great job and I just wanted you to know that even with this madness around here that you have been very calm and I told her I agree I said I work in HR and um, you would be the kind of person that I would like to have on my team and so she said really? I said, sure. And so I gave her my business card and told her when she saw a job come available that she was interested in and to give me an offer. So I'd say maybe a couple of weeks later, um, 
she gave me a call, told me that she applied for the job. Again, we're talking about assertiveness. Um, okay. I was impressed that she applied for it. But when it was time for me to go through all the applicants and I came across her name, I called her, had her um, take the test, necessary test for the job. And then I looked at her application. And after she had taken her test, I said, "Um, sweetie, I said, you put down here that your salary that you would like to have is $80,000. I said, I've been working for almost 30 something years and I don't make $80,000. I said, now that's not to say that you can't or that I can't. I said, but you don't have the experience to apply for a job that entails you to garner $80,000 as a salary. Uh I said, you have to, um, you have to start small and work your way up to that kind of a position and so she said I said why would you put that down when you're not even even making $20,000 at the job that you're on now and she said my mother told me to always um, go for what you want and I said because you have to be careful when you're talking to people I told her I don't disagree your mother is correct you should go for what you want but in your mean so I'm going to ask you to go back and change that answer on your application because normally if it was not me who was going through these applicants, I said they would have put you right in the trash bin and went on. I said, but because I did ask you to apply and I I wanted to at least give you that advice. And again, your assertiveness is great, but in this area, you should have, um, stayed within your means of of the job that you're applying for. Oh, that was that was good advice. And you're right, because everybody would not have told they would look at you like, mm. or or you may not have ever gotten an interview. <laughs> correct. Correct. More than likely you would not have gotten an interview. So do you suggest, because what I've done when I've done, filled out applications in the past is that I may go a little over what I make because sometimes where you are, you you might not get paid what you're valued for. <laughs> Sometimes we feel that way in some of the work that we do. So I think that I, I would have gone a little bit over what I make. Is that reasonable? That's definitely reasonable because if you were going to ask for the same thing you're getting, you might as well stay on the job that you're already at. Correct. So you would definitely ask for more than what you're currently making. And there's nothing wrong with that because everybody wants to grow. That makes sense. Now, so I, I would say... Okay. Don't go to $80,000 if you're making $20,000. <laughs> oh, wow. That was a big jump. Yeah. Yeah. I, that makes sense. So my thing would be, and I don't know, during interviews, when you're interview during the interview process, um, when you're at a, um, applying for a position and you're being interviewed, um, I know that it's very important to be confident and um, yeah. how you can... Um, and how you present yourself. But um, if I said, I'm confident that I can perform the job, or I've done this kind of work before, and I'm quite comfortable what it takes to, to succeed, and you know, and I, I believe um, that sometimes the interview, they try to say, don't be say, I can't, I know I, um, but I think they're, I think it may have something to do with using a tentative words and phrases 
um, such as I believe I pretty can't I. So what would you suggest when asked um, about being reasonable about or instead of being like, okay, you can be confident, but what is a way to be confident without? You can be confident without bragging. Okay. Without being braggadocious. You can be confident in what you do because we are looking for people who are confident. We're not looking for someone who is timid. So for instance, if I, I worked at a bank for 18 years in the HR um, arena and if I'm looking for a teller, I'm not going to look for someone who's timid and shy because you have to be, um, you have to have a little bit of assertiveness and a little bit of aggression because you want those people to continue to come back, but you also want to be able to sell the products and services that the bank offers. So if someone was looking down all the time and not giving me eye contact, it was not smiling and so forth, um, I would probably not um, choose that person for the position. So confidence is, is good. Um, eye contact, making sure you have good eye contact, making sure that you're, you're, you are smiling as you talk, making sure that you are not um, trying to oversell yourself also. So okay. you don't want to, you don't want to be too assertive, but you do want to be, um, but you do want to be assertive. You don't want to be, be over aggressive in the interview. Ooh. Okay. Uh, okay. I got what you're saying. Don't be overly. Okay. Correct. Okay. So what would assertiveness be look like at a bank? Like for a teller, what would that look like? Cause I know that as, as, as a person in the public, a lot of times we get a little attitude. <laughs> we get attitude sometimes. <laughs> um, so how would that person respond to, to someone at a bank? Because I know each, each job is different, each position is different. But when a, uh, client, when a, um, a person like me um, is um, irritated about something, how would that person conduct themselves to help that person understand whatever it is they need or to calm that person down? You know, I, I try to tell people when, when, when they get hired and I do my onboarding process, once they get hired, I tell them, I said, take Chick-fil-A. I don't know who has done their marketing and who has trained the um, associates at Chick-fil-A, but I think it is awesome. I can say that I've never been to another um, organization where the people are as friendly all the time. They never, um, I, I've never ever come in contact with one person at Chick-fil-A who has been negative or who has um, sighed or gave you the side eye or rolled your eyes or anything. They've always been so kind. And so I use that analogy when I'm telling people, especially as you said, a teller who gets exasperated or may get exasperated because um, the customer may be rude or whatever. I tell them to continue to be as kind as they can. If the person is um, is overly aggressive and it's something that you can't handle, then you call the manager um, and let them take care of it. But I tell them to always be kind, always be courteous. I, even if somebody um, says something ugly to you, you make sure that you are um, kind and have a smile on your face. When they walk away, 
if you have if you've got to turn around and grit your teeth, that's fine. But never let them see you sweat. Is what I tell them. Okay, so someone who is nervous at an interview, because I think I put my hands. If I'm at a table, I put my hands down and kind of mm-hmm. like because I think. Don't you think that fidgeting too much is distracting during an interview? I'm going to be honest with you. I have just um, accepted a job today. Oh, congratulations. Thank you so much. I have been out of work um, with COVID since last June. Wow. And this is the longest that I have not worked in my adult life for eight months. But... I want to say this, because I have interviewed people for the past 12 plus years, sitting on the other side (laughs) of the desk being interviewed was something that I was not used to. Right. Um, And so, yes, you're nervous and it's okay to be nervous. One thing that I do as a recruiter is I try to make you feel as comfortable as possible. So one of the things that I do is I start and I introduce myself and I take about a minute um, and tell a little bit about myself. And then I ask the person to do the same thing. And because you know about yourself, you can relax and you can feel comfortable because you're talking about something that you know about. So that's the tactic that I have used and it has been wonderful um, over all of the years that I've done this. And, And people have told me over and over, how they appreciated um, me um, doing that for them because it has calmed their nerves. Yes, that that makes sense. Um, I have had that asked of me after I hadn't interviewed for a long period of time, and it 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 is more comfortable. But I guess you being confident with yourself and knowing who you are, because I know a lot of people are like, well, I don't know. I've asked people lots of times, what are your strengths? You know, and they're kind of like, I don't know. I don't have any. Everybody has strengths. Um, so it does make you feel comfortable. But um, And I would hope that people who aren't comfortable, that they may do a little practicing prior to, to interviewing. Because those are some of the newer things that people do ask. Tell me something about yourself. And it does make you feel comfortable. Because the the um, even though the light is shining on me, I should know things about myself that I'm able to share. Exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah, I, I like that. That that's pretty that's pretty decent. So, um, do you ever um, outside of um, your HR position, are there other avenues where you work with individuals where you may have to help them with learning how to be more assertive? I have given some seminars um, on how to um, how to not perform or how to um, act in an interview. So I've been able to do that um, several times in several different venues, and um, that has always been helpful. I, I normally give tips out, um, pass out some papers and so forth, so that they can have something to remember and to look back on before they're going to interview. So that has always been helpful um, when I'm doing seminars. So outside of just working in the office um, as an HR professional, I have done some seminars outside um, in different churches um, for different health fairs and so forth. Okay. 
So what are you, what are some things or some tips that might, you might feel are, are important for people um, as far as using assertiveness in the workplace and being professional? Some tips about being professional? In the workplace, yes. Well, yeah, because we lose it sometimes depending on where we're working and how people talk to us and how we respond to people. But at the same time, we can be assertive and still be professional and we don't have to be um, loud and because sometimes we can get that way when somebody, even our coworkers may say something to us and there we go. But we still have to maintain being assertive and not letting people walk all over us and, but, and speak up for ourselves, but there's a way to do it. There is a way to do it. And sometimes you have to, um, you have to practice that at home. You, you go through some scenarios or you go through something that has happened um, to you throughout, throughout the day or that you've seen happen to a coworker maybe. And you just have to, I have had to count to 10 um, under my breath <laughs> <laughs> to keep calm and to not say the wrong thing. I have had to say, can you hold on a minute if I'm on the phone um, with someone and put them on hold and blow out my breath and be like, okay, Denise, let's get it together. And even when I'm, when I've got to respond to someone in a, um, on an email, for me, this is just therapeutic. I have to type out really what I want to say. And even if I know that it's, I can't (laughs) say that just typing it out (laughs) um, gets it off of my chest and I'm okay and then I'm able to go back and say okay now I have to say this in a professional way I can't say it that way so um, let me start over and so you just have to find what works best for you and you just have to remember that you know I need this job I need this paycheck so I have to remember that I have to be professional at all times there was there's a saying that my um regional president said um all the time to us reminded reminded us and it was act as you act as a professional not as you feel so always act as a professional not always as you feel oh I like that was good advice and I sure get what you said about the emails because that's one of the main ways we communicated with um when I work for the state when with other um facilities residential facilities and things like that um and email was our the key thing and sometimes you have to type and retype and I remember sometimes my supervisor was like Sheila come and read this <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah we, yeah. Do, we do that we, we've done that as well it's like they're like ah Denise maybe you you may not want to say this <laughs> or you may want to say it in another way but yes definitely asking someone else to uh, appear to um to check before you send something is is always a good thing okay so I just want to have a little fun and I have some assertive communication questions they're like um that I'm going to ask you and I want to see is what the assertive response will be. Some are your partners, some is situational, some is friends. So I'm going to read them and I'm going to see what your response will be. So your partner says, I know you have plans for the weekend, but I really need you to watch the kids. I have a friend coming to town and we made plans. How would you respond? Assertive, what would your assertive response be? You said this is my partner. Yes, your partner. And they want to go 
out of town and they want me to watch the children? Well, no, they had, um, what he, what your partner's telling you is that, is that I know you have plans for the weekend. Like you have plans for the oh, weekend. Oh, okay. And, I'm sorry. I'm but sorry. I really need you to watch the kids. I have a friend coming to town and we made plans, but he already knows you have plans. So what would your assertive response be? <laughs> My assertive response would probably be, um, you knew I had plans and I'm going to try to work with you through this issue because I have been planning this weekend away with my girls for a while and if there's any way that we can work this out without there being so that when when to um, let's see how we can do that. Okay. That sounds like that could work out. And I'm wondering, could you, could his, could, would you be willing to cut some of your time with your friends short just so you could accommodate him? Uh, <laughs> I probably could, but because he has known that I have had this plan for, for months, mm-hmm. um, I, because of who I am, to be honest with you, I probably would do it. I know. (laughs) That's why you asked me. Yes. (laughs) Because of who I am, I probably would do it. Would I grumble and complain a little bit? Probably so, but I would probably go ahead and do it, as you said. You get get part of what you plan, and then you can kind of help him out. Correct. And then sometimes assertive means means no in a nice way. Sorry. Correct. Correct. Okay. Our next one is just situational. So you've just received your food at a restaurant and it was prepared incorrectly. Your sandwich seems to have extra mayo instead of no mayo. What would be your assertive statement? I would say, excuse me, please. And I would tell the waiter waitress um i asked for no mail but this has mail is there any way that you could um have this prepared again please okay that sounds nice yeah I, you know, you've got to be careful especially in a restaurant when people are fixing your food you can be assertive but you need to be kind about it right um because you don't know what's going to happen once it, once that food leaves your eyesight you are correct. So our next one is a, a sort of um, response. So your friend says, hey, can I borrow some money? I want to buy these shoes, but I left my wallet at home. I'll pay you back soon. I swear it won't be like last time. <laughs> what is your assertive <laughs> response? My assertive response would probably be no. Okay. I'm not going to be able to help you this time because last time it took you a while to um, return the money that that I lent you. And so I just need you to be more cognizant when you're coming out of the house to make sure that you have your wallet on you. (laughs) That's right. And you said no. Yes, because people, it's okay to say no. And I know people who sometimes have, mm, they have issues with esteem they allow other people to, you know, misuse them or so, and which means they get to the place where they're afraid to say no, but it's okay to say no. 
and I've been there. I've been there. I did that for years. I allowed people to run over me. And I finally was like, you don't have to take that from people. You can still be friends with them and, and learn how to say no. So I've, I've had to learn that that was a process and it didn't happen overnight. But you overcame it, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. One more, one more. This is situation. Your neighbor is adding an expansion to their house and the crew starts working very loudly at 5 a.m. It has woken you up every day for a week. What is your assertive statement to your neighbor? I would probably say to my neighbor, whatever her his or her name is, I would say, uh, Susie or John, I think it's wonderful that you all are adding on and, and um, expanding in your house. But is there any way that you all can do this maybe in at 6, 6.30 in the morning when we're already awake versus being awakened every day for a week. It has messed with my children's schedule. It has messed with mine and my husband's schedule. And um, if you don't mind doing that, that would really, we would really be appreciative because we, we want to work together because we are friends. And I just wanted to know if that was something that um, that we could change the time. Right, because honey, neighbors, you got to live with them. They're not going anywhere unless you're ready to move. Right. So, yeah. And sometimes it can be kind of touchy because they can get, you know, you have this neighbor here that's this way, this neighbor over here that's that way. Everybody has different personalities. But I think in being assertive and kindness, um, you could kill people with that, with, with assertive kindness, should I say. Right. Yeah, because... Cause some people are always ready to be aggressive. I don't want you know, that that doesn't always work. And um, and, and it's important to be assertive, and that means you speak up, you speak up for what you want or whatever it is that, whatever it is that you need. You just have to, in the process, show respect to the other person. Right. But but at the same time, be direct. Correct. The Bible reminds us that we are to be kind um to one another be tender-hearted so we have to learn how to do that and you can do that being assertive there's a way to do anything right so and even with assertive communication i'm also looking at body language i know that sometimes we could be doing our heads even though our words may come out um might not come out as aggressive but our body language could you know definitely yeah so i think they both go hand in hand because um, sometimes us sisters can get the heads going <laughs> trying to keep the calm voice but all the extra goes to the body language yes so yeah I try to do that but I want to thank you so much for sharing this information with us um, and all your years of HR that did provide some knowledge to me myself i really enjoy my podcasts as i am interviewing individuals i'm also taking notes and gaining knowledge for myself but assertiveness i definitely is for those who have a hard time saying no or may have a hard time not knowing how to tell people how they feel and i know in the workplace sometimes that could be really hard right right um a couple of things i want to leave with you um some tips to help you learn to be more assertive is to make the decision to positively assert yourself. Mm -hmm. 
which means commit to being assertive rather than passive or aggressive and start practicing that. Again, sometimes it's something you have to practice. Okay. Another tip is you want to listen actively. You want to try to understand and put yourself in the other person's shoes, understand their point of view. And also another tip is we can agree to disagree. There's nothing wrong with disagreeing with somebody. There, you can be, um, you can agree to disagree, but you don't want to be disagreeable. And there's a difference there. Okay. Um, you want to be able to try to stay calm um, as possible. Uh, another tip is take a problem-solving approach to conflict. So try to see the other person as your friend and not your enemy. Because when when issues come up, don't always um, be so aggressive that you can't see the other person's side of you. Okay. And be patient. Learn to be patient. That's key to everything. That, definitely. That's every. And when you say that part about the one before being patient, um, you just say something about problem staying calm. You said something about problem solving, or yes, take a problem solving approach to conflict. Um, and I said, you, you, what you should do is try to see the other person as your friend and not your enemy. Anytime something comes up, we don't have to be so reactive. Got you. Like them against um, us. Correct. At the same time, trying to come up something to work out, to resolve whatever it is. Not necessarily one person getting their way, but how to make this work so that both people can get something Correct. Okay. Exactly. I was trying to figure out how that worked. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but thank you for those tips. I like those. Um, I really do. Um, thank you so much for everything that you shared with us today, sis. Um, hopefully you'll come back on again. I know that you do do other things. Um, I know you work with young adults, right? Correct. Okay. So we may do, we might come back on. I might have some other things that I might want to, um, you to share with us at a later date. Cause I know even with, with the, with working with different populations of people, is important. Assertiveness is very important and learning to um, communicate in that manner is something that everybody does not know how to do. Sometimes it has to be taught. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed this. Thank you. And as I always say, you are worth it. 365 days of the year. Have a blessed week. You too. Bye-bye.